It is now 22 minutes past 8 on Radio Veritas, and it's a pleasure for me to be speaking to Father Lewis Berry. Good morning, Father Lewis. Good morning, Father Emil. It's um, so lo- nice to hear you. lovely to hear your voice again. Well, it's very good to speak to you, especially on our, our, our wonderful feast day of St. Philip Neri. That's exactly why I'm calling now. And uh, I thought, let's talk a little bit about St. Philip Neri and the Oratarians. And, uh, I mean, you, you have what you call an oratory in Port Elizabeth. And we thought, let's tell South Africa about this. Who was St. Philip Neri? What is the oratory? What are, are the oratorians? Mm. Mm. Well, yes, um, St. Philip himself... Uh, I suppose we could call one of the great saints of the 16th century, um, along with uh, St. Ignatius of Loyola, St. Therese of Avila, um, St. Francis Xavier. Um, St. Philip um, was a priest, um, a missionary of a certain type, though not the type of missionary that traveled abroad, uh, that that traveled the world preaching the gospel, rather a missionary who... uh, dedicated himself to a single place and to a very intense kind of mission and of uh, apostolate. St. Philip's uh, place of mission was Rome. Uh, St. Philip himself, originally from Florence, came down to Rome by a kind of divine inspiration in his youth. And um, after many years of uh, work, on the one hand, as a teacher, and also of prayer and deep meditation and reflection, uh, St. Philip was called to the priesthood, and then started gathering around himself a group of people um, from all different walks of life, um, some laypersons, some priests, uh, uh, people from different types of work and background, fam- um, um, family people, etc., gathering around himself each day a group of people um, who came to be called the Oratory. He gathered them for meetings of prayer and for meditation and reflection on the Word of God. And uh, through this uh, somewhat informal uh, but very powerful apostolate, uh, Philip uh, started uh, um, bringing up really a renewal to the city of Rome at that time. In the end, well, uh, it came to be that there were several meetings every day. And sometimes on Sundays they had meetings. um, kind of pilgrimages in which they walked around the city of Rome from church to church, which included thousands of people. Uh, so in its time, St. Philip's uh, apostolate was, was really very, very fruitful mm-hmm. and uh, very um, uh, 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 visible also. The oratory, uh, which we have, uh, what we now generally call the oratory, mm-hmm. um, is a congregation of the oratory, which was a second phase in St. Philip's Apostolate. What happened is after these original daily and weekly prayer meetings, uh, a group of priests, or those uh, certain men who were particularly closely associated with St. Philip's work, uh, had the desire, had the, had the, had the plan uh, to start a kind of community life, a, a community of priests, um, a uh, a form of, of consecrated life, effectively, right. and to live that with St. Philip. And that today is what we call the Congregation of the Oratory. As you say, Father, here in Port Elizabeth, uh, in Oatshaw, now we also have a project in, in Bloemfontein, uh, and also all over the world there are these individual uh, communities of priests, 
congregations of the oratory which uh, aspire to live according to the spirit and the uh, uh, the, the, the vision and the, the, the spirituality of our founder, St. Philip. Okay. Now tell me, uh, Father Lewis, are the Oratarians uh, classified as religious? I mean, do you take vows of poverty, chastity, and obedience? Right. No. Um, although sometimes people do call us religious, uh, we're in fact not. We don't take the vows. Um, well, evidently, at ordination, the priests take a vow of celibacy, yeah. uh, but we don't take the, the vow of... of uh, of poverty, or even as part of the congregation, the vow of obedience. St. Philip's desire was that we would live these vows in spirit uh, without um, uh, taking them formally, but also because, uh, according to him, he wanted the community, uh, the the, the priests, the fathers, the brothers, he wanted them to be bound together uh, solely by the bond of charity. Uh, this was his great emphasis, that we're bound together in love. Mm-hmm. And uh, for that uh, to be the, the, the wellspring and the source and the, uh, the, 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 the one thing that holds us together. Right. So, so no, we, uh, we're members of the congregation, of the institute, therefore, right. uh, but, but we don't take the vows you that, mentioned, that religious would do. You mentioned priests and brothers. Do you have brothers or members of the, of the community who are not priests? Right, yes. Uh, um, on the one hand, uh, those who we uh, those who are hoping to proceed to ordination are called are generally in the oratory called brother, uh, sort of title accorded to them. Say our seminarians, for example, we have one novice here at the moment in Port Elizabeth. Um, on the other hand, some communities, not our own, in fact, at least at the moment, but some communities do have lay brothers right. uh, who can be full members of the congregation who live with the community and share the common life. Uh, they even can be part of the community deliberations and decisions and so on, uh, but uh, they, they're not expecting to proceed to ordination. Okay. Uh, so that is also something that exists within our tradition. Well, what distinguishes you from other religious congregations? Mm. One, of the, one of the special features of the oratory is the fact that every house of the oratory is independent. Um, we don't have anything, as, as most religious orders do, we don't have anything corresponding to a regional or even an international superior, uh, but rather uh, the congregation, uh, that is, say, the full members of the community, yeah. um, 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 govern ourselves uh, by virtue of actually a democratic process. The authority of the superior of the local congregation, our provost, superior we call him, um, his, his own authority extends only so far because all the important decisions have to be taken uh, by, the, by the congregation, the voting members of the, of the community itself. Okay. Evidently, um, uh, we're, we're not uh, completely independent as, as Catholics. Uh, we, uh, the, the Pope uh, um, appoints an apostolic visitor uh, who from time to time will visit the house uh, to um, check that the uh, the constitutions are being observed and uh, address any, any questions or difficulties that arise. Uh, but the day-to-day, uh, we, we had that, uh, that democratic spirit, which mm. apparently goes back to St. Philip. He sort of insisted on this, this aspect uh, mm. that, uh, of, uh, you know, um, the, the, the democratic aspect of the congregation. Mm. Also, I think that, that uh, points to another aspect of our life, which is that uh, an individual community very much has its own sort of well, its own work, uh, the, the apostolate varies from place to place, 
but also its own spirit and its own feel, almost, you could say. Every house is somewhat different. Uh, we're not sort of cop- each house is not a copy of the other. Right. Uh, we all have the same constitutions, but uh, we, um, every house has its own spirit and, and its own um, history, and that's also something that, that's distinctive, I think, to the oratory, mm. partly because the members of the house generally do not move to another oratory. In general, with the oratory, the, 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 the fathers remain in the same community even until their death. Um, and that also gives quite a sense of continuity, of stability, building up a tradition, and so on. Yeah. So those are some of the things that characterize us, I think. I was going to ask you about it, because you're obviously not a South African. And right. <laughs> so I'm British myself, and I was a you could say a slight exception to the rule. I previously was an oratorian in England and been here for almost seven years now. Now, how does that uh, happen? Now, uh, my, my, my brothers in this community, um, majority of the community are, are South Africans and yes. local uh, yeah. uh, from Port Elizabeth and different parts of the city. And, uh, and apart from myself, we have uh, three Nigerians also in the community. No, so it's it, quite a diverse uh, community. Yes. And uh, uh, but firmly rooted in our our city and the uh, the, the life and the apostolate here. So for, for somebody to be, to be transferred, say, from England to Port Elizabeth, for example, is that just a negotiation that take place, takes place between the two communities? That would be correct. Okay. That would be All correct, right, exactly. Okay. Tell us now, are there any saints amongst the Oratorians other than St. Philip Neri? Uh, we have two other canonized saints. Uh, one is St. Luigi Scrosopi, a uh, 19th century Italian oratorian who, uh, well, ended his days not as an oratorian, in fact, because he, the oratory he was a member of was closed down in the sort of revolutions and, and things in Italy in the 19th century. Right. Who also founded a congregation of sisters, the Sisters of Providence. So we honor St. Luigi as one of our own saints. Right. More recently, Pope Francis, on his visit to uh, Sri Lanka, uh, canonized St. Joseph Vaz, uh, uh, also one of our fathers, had been in the oratory in Goa and went to Sri Lanka, or Salon, as it was then called, uh, earlier called, uh, um, as also a, a, a missionary traveling with other oratorians and setting up communities uh, in, in that country. So with that uh, canonization uh, by uh, present Holy Father, we now have three uh, canonized saints, including St. Philip, as you say. We have a number of other blesseds, about five or six, I forget exactly how many, among whom is the blessed John Henry Newman, uh, Cardinal Newman, as he's often known, the English uh, convert to Catholicism, uh, writer, preacher, who um, became an oratorian himself um, a couple of years, or one two years after his uh, reception into full communion with the church mm. and who we sort of number as one of our, our distinguished and, uh, 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 you know, uh, wonder, wonderful yes. uh, member of, well, of, the, of the oratory. I would say so, yes. Well, anyway, listen, we've got to leave it there, but thank you so much for talking to us and, and just telling us about the orator, oratorians and, and, and what you like and, and, and what an oratory is and so on. If anybody wants to know more about the oratory, is there a website they could go to? Yes, there are different, we have a website ourselves here in Port Elizabeth, which has quite a bit of information on the Port Elizabeth Oratory. I would easily bring it up. There is an international website, the Confederation of the Oratory, although that one is mainly in Italian. 
Right. Many of the internet, many of the um, the individual congregations uh, have quite a lot of uh, information on the Birmingham Oratory. That was Newman's community. One would find quite a lot of information there. For example, mm-hmm. uh, so a little bit of a search looking for the individual uh, congregations' websites would right. yield quite a bit of uh, a history and uh, uh, satisfy you know a bit of. Uh, fill one in a bit on, on, on more about the congregation. All right. Well, Father Louis, thank you very much for sharing with us, and we wish you a very, very happy feast day today. Well, thank you very much, Father, and thank I you. wish also the same to you uh, and to all your listeners. Thank you so uh, much. Hope, uh, through St. Philip's prayers, uh, today is a, a day of blessings and of grace. Bless you. Thank you very much for that. Bye-bye, Father. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was the, the wonderful man, Father Lewis Berry, who did a lot of programs for Radio Veritas at one time. So today is the Feast of St. Philip Neri. It's also the patronal feast of the parish in Mulitsane here in Soweto. So we congratulate Father uh, Father Sikosipia Mungoza. He's the parish priest. He's been there for a long time. And we wish the people of St. Philip Neri Parish here in Mulitsane a very, very happy feast day. Great things, and I'm sure that we have some... Uh, good listeners amongst the people of St. Philip Neri Parish in Molitsane. And why not? You can give me a call and just talk to us and say if you're having anything special that's going to be happening today in your parish. We'd love to hear from that. But now we're going to have a bit of music, which is uh, from the St. Philip Neri Choir in Soweto. <laughs> 